You're listening to Jay Carter's Wine, Spirits, Cigars, and Everything Else. Thank you for coming to Jay Carter's Wine, Spirits, Cigars, and Anything Else. As you can hear, I have my great voice today. I'm getting it back. I went through yeah. a, a very interesting event um, last week, and I was yelling at a lot of people, 200 people, and I was just yelling, 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 and yelling, and then I just mm-hmm. lost my voice. It sounds a lot better today. Thank you. And thank you for having me. <laughs> but, well, and we're going to get to that right now. So uh, please introduce yourself and so that the audience knows who you is. Yeah. Hey, everyone. My name is Emily Yuan, and I am the real estate matchmaker of L.A., and I'm excited to be here with Jay, Dr. Jay Carter. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. So what, what's, um, what, how is it to be the real estate matchmaker? Can you tell me? Yeah. So I have chosen this wonderful name because as a real estate agent, basically what I am, um, I actually feel closer with the point of matching the homes with people. You can talk to me though. Okay. (laughs) It's okay. Yeah, we're recording. I am very excited. But so yeah, my job not only (laughs) is it being an agent is being that matchmaker with people, so connecting them with their house right. of their dreams, connecting them with the buyers of their dreams, mm-hmm. and making everyone super happy. Nice. Mm-hmm. So um, what, what area do you mostly work on, emphasize on, like L.A., Orange County? Mm-hmm. So I emphasize in L.A., mm-hmm. um, but a, a lot of my clients range from all over Southern California. I was born and raised here, um, born in Walnut, Mm-hmm. Went to school in UC Irvine, which is the OC, and then now I am situated situated in Burbank. That's where my office is. So Valley, LA. I even had my office in Beverly Hills at one time. So West Side, all over. <laughs> <laughs> and do you like to do uh, residential or commercial? I am a res in residential. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like, what if I wanted to open my own? Like, I would see myself getting rid of this guy over here. Oh. I mean, maybe have him come to the house to engineer. But uh, if I wanted to like <laughs> great. have one, I want to dedicate like a four bedroom house, make one house, nothing but a studio, mm-hmm. and another room, nothing but wine, mm-hmm. and then have another room, nothing but cocaine. Oh, so yeah. So I could package it and sell <laughs> right, it as, right. as I'm doing a podcast. Can you find me a place like that? Oh, heck yeah. I don't know about the cocaine part. I'm going to stay out of that part. You do what you want to do with your house. But yeah, a lot of my clients have multiple reasons of what they want to do with their home, whether it be even like renting or Airbnb, which is super popular now. So whatever you want to do with residential, I'm there for you. Yeah, I'm just kidding about that. I saw saw Narcos. I know. Or Narcos. It's called It's Yeah, the show. Yeah, I watched two episodes. Pretty crazy. It's intense. I don't have time to watch TV, but it was on my phone. Mm -hmm. It was during travel. Uh Uh-huh. So, so how do, what's yeah. the nuts and bolts? How do you make things work? Oh, yeah. yeah. I should probably explain. So we're going to have a, yeah. a drink. This is a really simple Dama uh, de uh, Roca is from Spain. And this is a garnacha, mm-hmm. and, which is uh, called Grenache in France. Mm-hmm. So I um, would like you to try a little sure. bit. So we swirl oh, just yeah. a little bit. Teach me how to do this. So the only reason we swirl mm-hmm. is uh, basically to, to waken up the, the wine, get it Get the uh, aroma in there. Get some scents going on. Got it. So then you want to smell it a little bit. Okay. And I'm not sick, so I can totally smell fine. This sounds like I'm sick. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so what are you smelling? It smells really sweet. I was waiting for you to say it smells like grapes. Okay, fine. That's what everybody says. Yeah. Well, obviously. Mm-hmm. But does it have like, do you think it, since it's a red wine, do you think it's like a, 
uh, red cherry smell. To me, mm-hmm. I have like sour, a sour smell, like a sour grape. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sorry, sour cherry. Not, oh. not quite a bean cherry, but like How a rainy year. Like, you know, the yellow, reddish one from... I don't know if my nose can... Sm- I just smell sweet. Okay. So, you might but, want to uh, take but a taste and see what okay. you think. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers to your... Is it honeymooning? No. No, matchmaking. Matchmaking. Cheers to the matchmaking. Is it sweet? Not as sweet as it smells. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. It's a really interesting one. I personally like this one with spaghetti. Okay. Just, you know, meatball spaghetti. I know mm-hmm. I'm supposed to say something super fancy, but you get this one at Trader Joe's. It's not yeah. exactly yeah. something I'm having at Mastro's I love or Trader Spago. Joe's. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's not a Spago so wine. Take, it's, I'm going to take another a, sip. Yeah, it's an everyday wine. So mm-hmm. Something, you know. I can totally imagine myself mm-hmm. drinking that dinner. Oh, yeah. And that's I can do my part. And so, guys, you guys can pick this up really simple, really easy. Um, you can get it at any Trader Joe's. This one happened to be provided by Trader Joe's Torrance. Not, mm-hmm. like, not like they're paying for that or nothing, but Trader Joe's Torrance. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and yeah, pick it up. Try it out. Meatballs and uh, spaghetti, you know, because there's spaghetti marinara. Mm-hmm. So, so tell me more. Tell me more about your yeah. uh, endeavors. Sure. Let's see. What about it? Um, well, so, yeah, the residential part where you asked me about do I do commercial? There's always an option for agents to do commercial real estate with the license, but I'm focusing more on the residential. Not only everyone, they want to make the big bucks in commercial. The big bucks is in commercial real estate. But that's not, that's not what I'm here for. I've you know been in the industry for three years. Um, could have gone that direction if I wanted to. Could still do that direction, but... I, I get the most joy from connecting with my clients when they, most most time they're first time homeowners, mm-hmm. or you know they're retiring they want to downsize, or they want to upsize to their second home their vacation home, and so just uh, seeing their faces when they get that house is like the most satisfying thing. So that's why I'm in residential, and matchmaking. So you actually like the people themselves. I love. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's a stretch. <laughs> For you? For me. <laughs> I don't see that, Jay. You're awesome. What are you not telling me? I'm just know. kidding. That's why it's so easy to yell at people the other day. I'm like, mm-hmm. come on, hurry up. Oh, you like that a lot? Uh, well, I'm sure you knew somebody who said, yeah, he was yelling at everybody. <laughs> Did he say that? I do. Actually, no. Uh-oh. No. Really? That's cool. It's confidential. Who? No. Well, nobody knows who it is, and I'm not saying what the event was, <laughs> yeah. but was he like, man, that was intense, or not? Yeah. Yeah. He thought, I, I was afraid he was going to quit for a second. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Mm. I thought so, too. Actually, I asked that question. I'm like, at any point, did you want to quit the program? Mm-hmm. He actually said no. The only reason why is because he got sick. Mm. Like, because it was, like, tiring, and he got sick. Yeah. Which is completely different. So that's how I met... Um, Jay was through this leadership program. Yes. If you guys want to know. Um, So, yeah, for me, that was different. I asked because at one point I was like, this is so hard. Like, Mm -hmm. I had that thought for like a split second. But because of what you do for a living, you're like, I got to do this. Mm Got to keep going. Got to keep going. And I think it helps you um, deal with people and deal with different uh, personalities. Mm -hmm. Work with people, even though it's not someone you typically would talk to. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And that's like the most that we learned that. We're, we're actually all the same. Yeah. You know, we all deal with the same issues. Um, uh, yeah. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> no. The, the don't they don't know what I mean. Like, we're all the same people. Like, just because we look different or we're from different backgrounds, ultimately, like, our feelings and our emotions, we're all the same we in look that different. sense. We, what? No. I think we're African American. Oh, I, I thought this the whole time. Yeah. Mm. Well, You're so strange. Now I'm like thinking. Well, yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, um, let's see. Mm. What was I going to ask you about your real estate? I had a question for you. What's that? What's the actual? Am I allowed to ask you questions? Sure, you can, but this is about you, women. Okay. So, what's the average um, mm -hmm. house? Because I think sometimes people get intimidated oh, yeah. by, um, you know, I don't know if I have enough money. I don't know if I could do this. And they keep saving up, saving up, saving up, and they don't realize that maybe it's time to pull that damn trigger if you're going to buy, and don't worry so much because you're going to. Right. That's a very good question, mm. especially in California. I think some of the listeners, listeners aren't from California, mm -hmm. but. Yeah, the market is pretty pretty expensive in, in California. So that's probably... <laughs> um, so... Sorry, I'm at the bathroom. Go ahead. But the thing to know is, to start off for any buyer, is to speak with a lender. Because a lot of times, especially first-time home buyers, there are great programs that you can put down as low as like 3% which is really great. They're like, wait, what? I thought you had a 20% down to have buy a house. That's actually not true. So, you know. 30%? Three. Oh, 3%? You can put 3% down on a house. Yeah, I thought you had to do 20. Mm -mm. Yeah. So programs, 3%, 5%. Uh, you end up paying a larger. You do have to pay a larger monthly, the mortgage insurance, but at the same time, sometimes people are scared, like, oh, I have to save up this amount of money. That's not the case. And it's actually great so you can leverage your money. You don't have to put that much down onto that. But of course, income-wise, mm -hmm. to qualify. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. is it getting easier to qualify now? Because I remember you know, we had that big problem in 2008. Mm -hmm. So is it yeah. becoming better again, or is it still difficult? Or? It's still pretty tough. <clears throat> so that's actually a great thing to know. You know, A lot of people were worried about what happened mm -hmm. um, 2008. Uh, so that was due to the restrictions of like lenders not being super strict. Mm -hmm. So on the good part, it's a little more difficult from back then, mm -hmm. but it's great to just talk with the lender to see where you're at, because they can actually prepare you for the future, mm -hmm. like how you do ta your taxes is really important mm -hmm. to get qualified. How do you do mm -hmm. your taxes to get qualified? How do you do your taxes? Without, without getting all it. super nerdy and making it like, I like know I got ADD when it comes to real estate. <laughs> I'm like, oh God, here we go. Yeah, I just definitely talk to um, a tax professional like a CPA, but you know, you want to make sure that your net income mm. is, uh, that you're reporting your income, not just like taking expenses, especially if you're an independent contractor, like a real estate agent or someone that's 1099. You, 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 uh-oh. But yeah, you have, you know, you're able to write off expenses in your business, so you want to make sure to pay attention to that net, in net income in the end. Cool. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So what does the average buyer look like for you? I can't even tell you. I know, so generalized. It That's is so I general. I deal with uh, at everyone, everyone. I've dealt with clients that were in like below $300,000 range. And then I've done, dealt with luxury homes that are over a million dollars. So anyone and whoever that needs a home, I am there to help you. Oh. That's me. You're the matchmaker. I'm the matchmaker. Oh. <laughs> so, 
So who are you matchmaking right now? Obviously, you can't say names, but mm-hmm. you have an interesting client that you're working on who's like yeah. super picky. Like, that one's too brown. Wait, that one's too light. That one's too tan. <laughs> no, it doesn't have a red roof. No, I want a black roof. Wait, I want the red roof again. Wait, on the darker house, but the red roof. Wait, it's not the red roof. I want the red door instead because everyone Silly. has a red door. I mean, to be honest, I want to say every buyer probably starts off that way if they don't look mm-hmm. within the market. You know, they have their house that they want exactly how it is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but once you start looking, our inventory isn't that uh, immense right now. You don't have too many choices. It's starting to lessen, so, you know, we're starting to become into a buyer's market. Well, you have, you possibly will have more choices in the end, mm-hmm. but you learn. You're like, okay, yeah, you can't have everything. And the biggest tip I like to give people Paint the is damn door later, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> if I, dude. <laughs> Imagine if I actually say that to people, it's crazy. But that's why I'm in real estate. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so uh, yeah, look at the lot that you're in, look at the neighborhood you're in. The house doesn't really matter in the end because that's not where the value comes in, it comes with the land. And exactly, just paint the damn door later. Yeah. (laughs) It's the good part of the whole sentence. Gosh, I had another one off of that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there, I had a, <clears throat> a former friend, acquaintance, mm-hmm. and he used to try to like drive people around like oh. four to six houses a day, and he was exhausted and mm-hmm. wouldn't do a sale for months. And I was like, well, why don't you just meet them there and tell them I'll be there at 9.30, and if you're not here by 9.45, 9.50, I'm leaving, and I have another appointment at 10 o'clock. Because I, I live my life every, usually yep. increments of 15 to mm-hmm. 20 minutes. That's how I deal with the podcast or my t-shirt company. That's jnjshirts.com. Anyway, no, I'm just kidding. But uh, whether it's my t-shirt company or the podcast company or, or having someone right. who's running for city council or all these other different things I'm doing, I run 15, 20-minute mm-hmm. lots. Do you do the same thing or do you really I do. I do. Like, so, I, yeah, I'm the same way. Scheduling is crazy, mm-hmm. especially if doing the showing the homes. I do that personally because I want to get to know the clients. I don't mm-hmm. have a showing agent that, that, that meet them there. So, yeah, you want to make sure that you let them know, like, hey, like, I, I want to help you. Yeah. But we have this time frame. Most of the time, I schedule a 30-minute showing um, the house that they really like because they we kind of roam around. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they like it, you know, they'll like, they'll kind of, actually, if they like it, they'll kind of stay a little longer, like, oh, we should fix this. We should do this. That actually means that they like the house because mm-hmm. they could see themselves um, in, it. Mm-hmm. in it. But, yeah, got to make sure. I, I tell my clients, I meet my clients there. Mm. And it's actually probably more comfortable for them. I, at the beginning, I, you know, I did drive, I think, one of my clients around. Um, it was great. I got to talk with them. But I, I could kind of feel like, do they, like, did, they were, like, wondering, oh, man, like, are we safe in this car? Oh, <laughs> like, I could kind of feel that a mean, little bit. Try? No. no. I know. Mm. <laughs> just but, uh, yeah, so any agents out there, I would, I would suggest just meeting them there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so what cuz the last program that you and I went through mm-hmm. it's very strict on what are you going to do by when mm-hmm. what time and, right. I, and I hold my clients high like that. Mm-hmm. So what if you have a client like you're like we're meeting at 10 a.m. and they show up at 10:10. 10, 10. Well then I'm like okay well we lost like 10 minutes we have 20 minutes left to check out this house. Mm-hmm. For sure. But do you do you Time is valuable. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. And uh, do they respect you for that? Or do they get all pissy with you? No, I don't. Yeah, they don't. They they understand. If you make it clear, yeah. um, they totally, yeah. 
don't know. They're I'm just asking my own personal questions. I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, I hopefully this is helping some people too. Hopefully, yeah, to be on time. Yeah, be, be on, on time. time. Respect realtor. people's times. Yes, huge. For sure. Huge thing to me mm-hmm. is my time. Yeah. Um, even if I just want to sit at home, I have not turned on my television. This is the most TV I've watched in a long time. And is that you? <laughs> that's you. Oh my gosh! God, Can you? I want to move the camera so they can see that. <laughs> That's a great avatar. Or is it avatar? Yeah, it's an avatar. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I, I look it. like the white Shug Knight on that one. <laughs> I know. <clears throat> That's what I've been called a few times. Oh, my gosh. But mm-hmm. um, I, don't watch, I haven't watched TV at my house since June. Since June. Mm-hmm. And we've been a little busy the last few months as Super well. Super busy. And um, so I just, if I can shave away time and two minutes off this meeting and two minutes off that meeting, I'm like, I'm right. going to watch TV for 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And every day I don't have enough time to watch TV. You still take care of yourself though, right? I try. I mean, I went to the. I you think know, if that's important. To go to the gym. So okay. if I want to watch TV, it's at the gym. Okay. On the treadmill, TV's on. That's good. So that's my TV time. Yeah, and like in your business, to take care of your clients, like me, yeah. you got to take care of yourself first. Mm-hmm. You know. Sure. Yeah, as you can tell by my voice. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me mm-hmm. more. Tell me more about the real estate game and matchmaking. Yeah. And what's your niche in the market? Yeah. Um, My niche. My niche. I would say now a lot of my clients are in the valley. Mm -hmm. It also helps that I live in the valley and my office is in the valley. So Hmm. if you're there, I can help you. But, you know, I I meet a lot of people. If they not everyone wants to live in the valley. So, you know, I'll travel. I have people in the OC, back in Irvine. I got to travel a lot, drive a lot, which... Mm -hmm. Is no problem at all. Yeah, your car's okay to drive. <laughs> oh, yeah. It makes I love it a lot my easier. car. Yeah, it's a cool car. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So, but what's your niche? What What is your, what is your, as a matchmaker of LA, what do you do different than other realtors? Mm. It's just the service I provide. Wow. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure everyone has great service, but. I think she has a boyfriend, I, guys, so don't oh. think that it's something extra. Yeesh. <laughs> just saying. I always <laughs> never get those things. I'll like say something and everyone like I know. I'm kidding. So, <laughs> That's so, bad. so so what's the extra service? What do you do? Do you provide wine? Do you give them massages? Do you throw popcorn in the back? What do you do? I'm there for them, you know, I'm when they call. When they call, when they message, I'll make sure to contact them like within I would say like twenty minutes. Like I'm really fast, if not immediately. And I've noticed a lot of them a respect that. They're like, You're like the person that actually is talking to me and following up with me I want to work with you because in like buying a house is a scary thing it's a lot of money it's a huge investment um and so being there for them and being extremely patient because a lot of them it's true I do work maybe that's my niche (laughs) it is my niche I work with a lot of first-time home buyers uh and so just being there to uh be with being with them every step of the way uh and being basically on call for them yeah, and I think a lot of what I like about your style of selling houses mm-hmm. is that when you have assistants, your assistants do the paperwork while you're mm-hmm. actually meeting with the people. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the things that realtors mess up on is they have their assistants calling people back. They have their assistants doing yeah. all that stuff. And then they only meet with them when it's time to meet. Kind of elevating themselves or feeling mm-hmm. in their head that they're elevating. So, well, they'll help you until it's time for me to show myself. Mm-hmm. But I think it's better that you are always with the client and your support is around right. you doing the paperwork behind the scenes, yeah, making those copies, doing all that kind of stuff, and you're actually talking with that client. Mm-hmm. So yeah, 
Exactly. So it's the whole bond thing of connecting with people. If I'm the one that's talking with them to begin with, it'd be, I would be, they, they'd be like, who am I talking to? They trust me. I'm the one that I'm helping them through this. Mm -hmm. I knew that's what you meant. That's why. Yeah. Thanks for <laughs> dragging that. <laughs> Man, last couple. That's of, why you're here. The last few guests has been like. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Jay. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, I have another. I have a, a mm -hmm. partner that I'm. I'm well, I'm doing a small little partnership with a company. Mm -hmm. I could see you giving her popcorn to your clients too. Oh yeah, popcorn. Oh, that's a long story. <laughs> you gotta tell me that one later. It's like the sound engineer knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> and we're doing this new package where it's gonna mm -hmm. be uh, popcorn and wine. So we're gonna have some gourmet popcorn with these smaller versions, a smaller bottle, uh -huh. and we'll have different kind of wine with different kinds of popcorn. So oh, that you'll man. have white wine with certain types and red wines. And yeah, that sounds really good. It's going to be in a local 7-Eleven. It's going to be great. What? Well, not that package, but the, the popcorn. It's amazing. Okay. What did you think about the popcorn? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Amazing. The best popcorn I ever had in my oh life. Oh, my God. I love popcorn. Make sure to have a cheese popcorn. Oh, there's all sorts. There's like, oh, man. So anyways, that's mm. another podcast. I'll see what I'm Oh, white cheddar. You don't like cheddar? White cheddar. Oh, white cheddar. Why has it got to be white? I, oh, my goodness. I'm just kidding. Oh, it's teasing me. I know. That's <laughs> what I do. So what do, you, what do you think of the wine so far? It's really good. It's I keep going bad. back for it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. At first, I wasn't too uh, happy with it. Really? Yeah. So I I don't know what type of wine that I like, but I noticed I like red wine. Not too super, super rich wine. So if you kind of look at it, it's kind of clear. Hmm. <laughs> so I don't know what that means, but so it, it's actually my type of wine. Yeah, more light-bodied wine. Light-bodied wine. Yeah, so usually, typically, if you can see through it, That'll be the Grenache, that'll be the Pinot Noir, mm -hmm. um, Tempranillo, Rioja, um, off the top of my head. I, I actually was going to bring a rosé today, so you, oh. you remind me of a rosé type Oh, of really? Person. That's, no. You don't like rosé? Rosé's okay, but I actually like red wine. Hmm. Like, I even drink it with fish, which is probably really, I mean, drink when I eat fish. So do I. Yeah. Oh, you do, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. My little. I just do what I do. <clears throat> You gotta do what you like, and that's yeah. a beautiful part about wine. Is the old rule was fish with white wine, mm -hmm. uh, beef meats with red wine. Mm -hmm. But if you feel like like I like Pinot Noir with salmon, because I hate salmon. I know I grew up on salmon. I hate it now. Oh yeah, just can't stand it anymore. So it's repetitive. But yeah, but if I'm gonna have it, you know, because it's such a like a meaty type, mm -hmm. an oily type fish, that I want a red wine that's really gonna cut through that, and and I like. Uh, Riesling, which is a sweeter wine, sweeter okay. white wine with pork, because it's a little saltier. Oh. So now you got that sweet and savory thing going on. Mm -hmm. so. That's very interesting. And Chinese food. With Chinese food? I, I like either a light red wine like mm -hmm. this because Chinese food is, is spicy, typically, and I mm -hmm. like spicy. So I want something like this. It's a red wine, yeah. but not over the top, super dry. Yeah. And this just helps. Because I don't know how your family eats, but when I'm with my friends, it's like we're... Sweating oh. like crazy. We're like, oh man, I don't know why I do this to myself, but it's delicious and we keep eating. I love spicy food too. Yeah. So then I always drink this type of wine, Arioja or something. I'm gonna try that. I'm gonna try that with Chinese food. Now you gotta. Now what you gotta do is have one of these bottles at your the houses and liquor up your client while you're talking to them. Oh yeah. That'll mm. be great, especially when they're driving themselves. <laughs> oh yeah. Let's have some wine while we're driving. It's hmm? great. It's wonderful. <laughs> I just thought about. Let's yeah. check out if anyone yeah. has some questions. By all means, go for it. Let's do it. Okay. Cool. So Hopefully, you guys can hear us. 
So my next question is, I would, would you elaborate more on the, uh, the first time buyer and how much to put down and that? That. That. Can you elaborate, elaborate. more? Elaborate. Yeah. I don't know what WTF you're talking about. Okay. It's been a long time since I bought a house. I will never buy a house. Again with I know you mentioned that to me. I'm so surprised. Well, because of my what age, about your I'll house? be like 80 when I finish paying off. Like, hey, the house is paid off. <laughs> so it's like, why? Well, what about your uh, recording studio and your wine cellar and all lease, that stuff? Lease for two to five years. Really? Yeah, sure. It's what all about building equity on your house? What's you're gonna it? pay. What's, what's you're it? gonna pay the landlord the I, money. I don't, don't want to kill you because I'm gonna. I mean, kill your real estate thing. But equity in the houses means you're saving it for someone else. Why not put that? Why not just put it into your own business and take the money instead of waiting for it to be an equity? I throw it into the uh, I throw it into my business instead, and instead of waiting. Okay, well, well, that makes sense. Dollars. That's true. Okay, well, if you're in a business, maybe, mm-hmm. but my business is real estate. That's why I was like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. No, but also like, so with you know, like flipping houses and stuff. Mm-hmm. You don't have to put that in. Do you flip it? No, you have to put it in. <laughs> it's in you. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean that has nothing to do, but like, yeah, ultimately, I would love to flip houses. So it's flipping a house for people that are watching or listening. Yeah, so flipping a house. You see it on HGTV all the time. I don't watch HGTV. You don't watch HGTV. I don't okay. Watch since junior. Oh yeah. So you get a house that's beat up. Mm-hmm. You purchase it, leverage the money, make it look pretty, and you sell it to the public. <laughs> that sounds like going to garage sales, buying like Gary Vee says, buy a bunch of shit at garage sales. It's like Pontiac or something. Yeah. Go to go on eBay. Yeah. Who are those people talk? Is that out there? Okay, I hear I can hear really well right now. It's amazing. It is. Oh my god. So, mm-hmm. um, let's see what she says. Christy, your friend. I don't Question. know who this person is. I can't pick up your call for some reason. Uh-oh. Oh, it's fine. Probably my phone. Probably didn't pay my bill. Oh, oh, I see. My do not disturb was on. Would uh, you like to talk to Christy? Are you like, nah? So it's supposed to ring still. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I, don't I don't know, know how do not disturb works. So, so tell me, mm-hmm. um, tell me, elaborate on the uh, first time buyer. Shh. Or yeah. That's what you want to ask? Right. Uh, it was like, so it's not even first time. Yeah. yeah. I would say a lot of people are asking right now. I'd be doing a lot of editing. Go yeah. ahead. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, you know, I've heard that the market is going to crash. So I want to wait to buy a house. Mm-hmm. Shall I wait? Mm-hmm. I'm getting that a lot. And? and the answer is, you should not wait. <laughs> Why? So, yeah, because everyone's really scared about what happened back in 2008. That, mm-hmm. you know, the bubble, the crash, they're scared that, that or they're, they're actually, well, the people that want to buy, they're like waiting for that to happen. My brother bought a house, a nice, beautiful six-bedroom house, mm-hmm. and he ended up losing it with something with the bank, and the bank was like, we're foreclosing on everything, and... I told him to work with somebody, but he was just frustrated and wanted to get the hell out of the house. But yeah. Something with the loans and whatever, and it didn't really matter if he was paying or not. They were like, we're foreclosing everything. I don't know, understand if you know what I'm talking about, but they just, so they were shutting down their loans. That was so scary. So they could just take away your house? I guess they do. Yeah. <laughs> if you can't make a point of payments, because back oh, then, okay. yeah, they would just allow anyone to get a house really and do too much background checks. He's a fireman. You know, they, who knows how they pay firemen? I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, 
so it's it's about like supply and demand. So a lot of people now with you know their business, it doesn't make cash. But in my judgment, I don't think there will really be that crazy of a crash. It's more going to be about the rates are rising, so people are going to say that. Mm-hmm. So what happens when the rates rise? Then you have you know your mortgage rate is more expensive. Less people, you know, probably searching for houses. And then and also there's a lot of people that work living, so. Is that illegal? No. Okay. Yeah, I don't think under this president, I don't think under this president, we're gonna have a bad economy. Yeah. But in the next two years, if and when he loses, then there's gonna be a shitstorm because people are gonna go back to rainbows and unicorns again, love everybody, mm-hmm. give money up again, and then of course it's gonna hurt everyone and our economy's gonna go take a dump again. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's going up for sure. So, but you always have to ride that wave. Yeah. We thought it was going to happen a couple years ago, yeah. and it didn't. Yeah. So, so what happens? I mean, so they have to make sure that they, if they buy a house now, that they can ride out that crazy wave. Mm-hmm. So, how, how can people secure themselves into not having that problem? I don't know what I'm saying. I don't, I'm not the real estate. You're the real estate guru. I just drink, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. That makes for good um, audio sometimes. Oh, yeah. That too. Why not? Makes me feel like I'm in a temple. So, it's a joke. Or kind of. So, um, so tell me, tell me, how do you, how do you, um, well, people, how do you make sure that they know that it's going to be okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, <laughs> that, the, that the market's going to be okay? Yeah. Exactly what I just, I just said. You know, a lot of this, like, what, what had happened was because there wasn't a lot of, like, policies, uh-huh. I would say, towards when people lend out money. So, a lot, so they've stricken that, so you can't, you can't. You can't get a loan if you're not qualified. You can sit back in and like be like, hey, you get a house, you get a house. Yeah, get a house. Uh, I like it. <laughs> so, yeah, it's the, they're just worried that it'll go keep going down, like mm-hmm. prices-wise. And we do see that trend, but ultimately it's also the season, too. There's less buyers buying homes right now during the summer holiday season. And so it's supply and demand, there's going to be more houses that come onto the market, less buyers, less competition. That's where you start to see the prices possibly going down because you have less competition. But where are you starting now? So people ask me that question, do I wait, do I wait? Why wait? You already can negotiate a house down at this point in time. There's not really a reason to wait, especially if you want to move into a house that's opposite of what you wanted to say. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can like, oh, just leave the house. I, I'm, I'm a different perk cat. I know, so I, I, <laughs> I don't think like everybody else. Yeah. But on my point of view, you know, why pay a landlord their house when you can buy your house and maybe future become yeah. a landlord and you buy that house? And, you know, that's the plan for me. Yeah, no, that, that makes sense. I think for most people, that's actually the way to go. Mm-hmm. I just want to live four years by the ocean and four years by a golf course. And then I might go to Big Bear for a few years and go, you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm tired of the mountain life. Mm-hmm. And then come back down here. Hey, uh, homeowner, yeah, the heater's busted. Fix it. Click. I just don't want to worry. And I travel. So since I travel a lot, it doesn't make sense to pay for something. That it's, 
Fine. I can do what? I don't know. How many properties do I need? Only one dude. When, yeah, I, I, I thought of that, you know, 20 years ago. I was like, oh, I'll have a house over here. And I'll have a house over there. And I'm like, that's what hotels were built for. Yeah. And I would much rather go stay in Miami at the Ritz-Carlton. Mm-hmm. And I don't care if it's $800 or 1000 bucks a night because I don't have a house payment to make for that. So I'll stay there for four or five days. I'll spend five Gs, but five Gs compared to spending $500,000? Yeah, mortgage. Yeah. So in that case... If I, if I, yeah, stop it, stop it. There's people, there's kids on listening to this thing. She's feeling all over me. It's crazy. Um, there's video, there's video. It, I'm just joking. So I know, I just don't stop. Um, I was going to say, so for me, it's a total different story. Um, but I think for most people, yeah, their, their house is always going to be there. I think it's safer than putting their money in a bank. You know, put it in, reinvest it into yourself and keep it there and, you know, have it built up and, you know, eventually you're going to croak and you can pass something down to your children. And right. See, now if I was younger, if I had young kids, I would buy a house and every Christmas they'd get a small little gift, like, I don't know, Cracker Jacks and a and coloring book. And they'd be like, popcorn. yeah, and they'd be like, hey, dad, where's our uh, effing gifts like all other kids? I'd be like, see this, what you're living in? That's your effing gift. Yeah. So STFU, yeah, be grateful, you little bastard. This is going to be yours. I'm going to finish paying this off. I'm going to have a heart attack the next year and die. And you're going to grow up here with doing drugs and selling and who knows what in this house. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. No, that way they have the house, their homestead, and then they can buy other properties. And because obviously you want to buy more than one property, and that's right. how you make money and turn around, turn things around. So, <clears throat> how many houses do you see yourself buying in the future? You. I have a vision board. Yeah. You want to own a whole bunch? Oh, yeah, I want to own a whole, whole bunch. So that's like part of like mm. my whole plan. Mm. So not only flipping houses. So I like design too. So that's mm. also, I, I used to help some, um, I used to help an investor uh, flip houses. So mm. I like the whole, and I, and I actually did that with the house that I own now. I bought it, it was pretty crappy. Mm-hmm. Did some renovations and stuff like that. So, so that was fun. That's more like fun, but also, you know, I can benefit from it. But ultimately, I would love to have a portfolio of houses. Gonna sell it? But it's your house. You're supposed to flip it, man. I think I missed that point. But you know, I would love to flip it. Go make money. Oh yeah, rent out. Yeah, Yeah. makes sense. This is this is not a forever home. Yeah. So So where are you gonna buy next? Okay. Um, What have you been thinking? I know. I know. (laughs) Well, I keep saying like one place and then I find another place, but I think like in the edge of uh, the Hollywood Hills, but not deep in the hills where you know there's super windy roads. Like Orange Blossom off of Orange Blossom or something. Like Go straight up the hill. Off of Coenga. Coenga. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So kind of in the Studio City area. Just I would I would love like Studio City too, but I definitely like Avila. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm all Palos Verdes. Palos it's beautiful. And quiet, but too quiet. Too quiet? Super quiet. I had the cops come once because I had like five guests, two, th- three couples, 
I had a barbecue. My piano was hooked up to an iPad, so it was playing classical music for us. So, you know, you just push play and it's bling, 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 doing its thing. And it was 6 p.m. summertime, so the sun is still there. And like eight deputies came into my backyard and they're like, what's going on? And we're like, uh, having a barbecue? What's up? And it, yeah. That's literally yeah. comedy. And my neighbors called because it was almost their bedtime and there was a raging party going on next door. So they sent all these cops and they were like, oh my God. So, yeah, my neighbor was pretty early riser up at 4 a.m., bed by 6 p.m. Okay. Like, wow. So it's a little slow up there. It's a little quiet. Pretty, uh. I live in the area. Yeah, pretty silver haired. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just a kid. So they're like, where are your parents? But uh, any more questions going on up there? <laughs> oh, yeah. You have one question? That's good. It's probably Christy. I can't hear you still, stupid. I wanted to say hi. Hi, guys. Uh, any questions? I don't know. So what else do you want to let people know? Your hand, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Thank you. I totally, we totally said I was going to talk about that. So, no. It's on live, so. Let's see. <laughs> okay, so. Uh-huh. So, can we put a cut? Hold on. You Americans. Yeah, 14, 15. But do you know the entire world goes by that time except for us? So, yeah, yeah, American pig. So, yeah, because over here in America, we call it military time. Everyone else calls it the 24-hour time. So, so that tomorrow, if I said, hey, let's meet for breakfast at 8, or if I did, let's say, why don't we meet for drinks at 7? Now, does 7 mean 7 p.m. or does it mean 7 a.m.? Because I'm an alcoholic, so maybe I'm talking 7 a.m., man. What if I say 4 or 3 you know, what if I mean 1400, not 2 a.m.? So <clears throat> when I fly to Japan and I know when it says, you know, I'm leaving here at 06.55 and I'm getting there at 23.51, I'm like, okay, no, I'm getting there at 11.51. Okay, folks, as you can see, we had a lot of technical di difficulties. My voice is back. It's actually kind of changed ever since, but it's kind of different. Um, I don't know what happened. This is going to be the uh, New Year's edition. We lost the mic. It reverbed a lot. Uh, we had a new engineer. So th the rest of the um, the podcast we actually lost. And But I just want to keep it, put it out. I had to cut a lot of parts out where the, the machine was saying technical difficulties, blah, blah, blah. So unfortunately, this one's going to be hard to hear, but I do want to you know put it out there. And uh, hopefully you guys enjoy at least what you can get out of it. Maybe we're going to have her back on and have her redo the whole thing so that she can uh, get her point across even better. Take care, people. See ya. Thanks for listening to Jay Carter's Wine, Spirits, Cigars, and Everything Else. We'll see you next time.